Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You've had a real long day. Nothing good is on the radio. So let's talk your troubles away. Just a couple of guys trying to analyze the things we do and see. Play a game or two, maybe an interview. Oh, what a place to be! It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way! What a good sign! What a good thing! It's a good day for a good time with good hang. All right, Mm-mm-mm. here we are, John. Yes, you're gonna have to fucking carry this one. Oh, you tie tie, you little tired, little tired boy. Yeah, well, it's just been like a long, uh, a long day, long forty eight hours or so. But you know, um, chugging on. <clears throat> yeah, I always anticipate that when you're like, oh, can we move it to another day? Like the next day, I'm like, all right, I got you. Yeah. Which maybe subconsciously is why I picked up some of these, Nathan. Oh, God. I don't, have you tried these yet? You have two cans of something yes. on the table. They're and... random. Like I went to get myself some dumplings, you know, a little tea time snack because it uh-huh. is roughly tea time. Yes. So I gave myself a Coke Zero, which I got right here. And then something caught my eye. Something I've seen before but never thought to try. But it's relatively new. Nathan, I hold here. I thought you were going to continue rhyming. Oh, fuck. I didn't even realize it. I'm just a poet. And I didn't even recognize that fact. Um, I got Coca-Cola Zero with a blend of coffee and chocolate. They they finally brought it here. Coca-Cola Zero with a blend of coffee and caramel. They finally... Is this a thing? I didn't know this was a thing. Yeah, yeah. So, like, um, I've seen it around in Japan and China. Um... Like made in Hong Kong, they say here production in Hong Kong. Yeah, I get like I mean it makes sense. I guess Coke is like a, uh, it's a what what flavor would you even call it? Caramel. That's why. That's why it's Coke with caramel. I'm like right. Well, no, but but caramel's the color. Like, yeah, I don't know. There's I guess no it's cola. Caramel. It's just cola. Right. It's, its own thing. Yeah, cola. It's its own thing. It it's like in Sugar, that water. It's in that family of things that could taste better if they were more or less bitter. Yes. You know what I mean? Like same with coffee, same with chocolate. I don't know about. No, I feel you. I, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, it's like and, one of those things. And then with continuing our weird new tradition of reading ingredients from Coke products, so this this looks like it's just Coke yeah. with coffee powder in it, um, which I don't know if I can if I if I'm mad at. Yeah, I'm I'm holding the one with chocolate in it. Yeah. So it says that the ingredients are carbonated water, color 150D, flavorings, coffee powder, 0.1%. Yep, same over here. So that means that there's barely any coffee in this. Well, there's also caffeine in this. But it's like 0.1%. What does that mean? Of the whole thing? Maybe? Of the mass of this can, only 0.1% is coffee powder? Yeah, that feels like... A marketing scam. Actually, wait, wait, wait. If we put it that way, that means, okay, so this is 330 mils. That means there's, what, 3.3 grams of coffee. Is that right? Maybe 0.33. 0.33. I think. I don't oh, know. I You're telling so me to much. do, like, math that I you can't just said do I have when to carry. I'm not Fair enough. tired. You know? All right, well, let's chug this thing and let's see how we go. Shall we? Sure. Do, uh, do, you, do you have a, a preference? You, you grab the chocolate one. Is that the one you want to try? Sure. All right, I'll try the caramel. Um, 
I just don't like that they put 0.1% coffee in this and they called it like a coffee Coke. It smells like coffee. Maybe that's what I want to smell. Mm. But is that the coffee powder or is that like a artificial flavoring? You'll never know. All right, let's try it. Let's try it. Mm, I hate it. That is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I hate it. But yeah. It's weird. Here, Tracy's. Let me go one more sip for the caramel one. Oh, no. You know what? This tastes like. Um, and I don't even know the name of what I'm trying to pull out, but when I was a kid, I used mm-hmm. to have this shaved ice. Okay. It's like shaved ice, and then like my my grandma like would Ascachan? put something like that, yeah, yeah. and my grandma would put like this brownish gula malacca. Syrup. It's not quite gula malacca because this is, doesn't taste like gula malacca, but like she'll put some kind of syrup on it, which was like maybe gula malacca mixed with other stuff, but it tastes exactly like this, specifically the chocolate one. The chocolate one is, well, let's see what you think about the caramel one. Well, actually, they taste the same to me. Really? I prefer, it's subtle, but I think I prefer the caramel. They taste pretty similar. Who would want, like, a whole can of this? It's just, I don't know. It's an unreasonable thing to drink, like, 330 mils of. Like, is it, like, an energy drink? It feels like it's going to be an energy drink. Or is it just the flavor? Not with 0.1% coffee, it's not. That, maybe that's what they want you to think. Like, but they again, that's, that's like the marketing, right? Yeah. So it's not really an energy drink. It gives you the same energy as a Coke, I guess. I guess so. And I will pl- continue the, the placebo of coffee. I, I continue my love affair with the new Coke Zero, though. It's delicious. I even like the design of it. I've been I've been trying to drink less Coke. Yeah, good for you. Well, no, like, see, that makes it sound like I'm trying to drink less fizzy drinks. No, just specifically specifically Coke. Coke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I have a hundred plus right like, here. Um, I have ten Pepsi's. <laughs> but, but mainly because, like, uh, and I've spoken about this before, but mm. I have like shit teeth, right? Like shitter than the average person, right? Um, so I need to take extra care of them, and they're just particularly sensitive to mm. like the elements. Do, do so, you feel it? What is it? You feel a tingle, or is it get? No, no, no. So stained? It's, yeah, it's a staining. Ah. So my teeth get stained uh, pretty easily. So like the Coke, um, lots of Coke will, you know, do that to you. Yeah, coffee, tea, all that. But, you know, I, I can't kick coffee. Of course not. I guess I'm low-key addicted at this point, even though not to the caffeine, just the ritual. But, That's um, fair. Yeah. Me too. But, yeah, I can I can kick Cokes out of my life, but I'm keeping coffee. That's fair. Um I think ever since I got my Nespresso machine, I've been extra cautious to make sure I brush my teeth. See, now I brush my teeth after the coffee. Right. Because you know you're supposed to brush your teeth first thing. I'm like, well, I may as well drink coffee first and then remove that. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's right or not. But anyway, yeah. because no, I've never doesn't been, I, seem wrong. Seems right, right. It seems right, in, in, in fact. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's like yeah. how I used, to, um, I used to do breakfast first and then brush my teeth. Yeah. Because like back when I was going to school, like waking up at six a.m., I'll just do a quick breakfast in the morning and then I'll brush my teeth. Because it's like, why do it the other way around? Yeah. And they also tell you to brush your teeth after meals anyway. So, you think or there's floss people, after meals? Do you think there's people out there that does both? They, like brush your teeth, eat breakfast, brush your teeth again? That's crazy. Yeah, I, I I definitely believe there has to be, but you also have to know that that's not good for you. Yeah. Like excessive brushing is not good for your gums. Maybe the natural protection. That as well. The oh, so you're hurting your gums. Uh, you well, excessive brushing will um, like wear down the enamel. I think. Mm-hmm. Don't take my word for that one, but I know it definitely like wears down your gums a lot faster. Fair enough. Like your your teeth, your whole mouth area is like a flip phone, uh-huh. like a brand new flip phone. And you know how like they tell you on flip phones, like oh, you can flip it up to like twenty thousand times. Then after that. 
Yeah, whenever I see that number, I'm like, that doesn't sound like I've a never lot. heard about that figure before, but that totally makes sense. It's like the hinge, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like, they'll say things about, like, you know, laptops or phones and all that. Oh, mm-hmm. up to 50,000 opens or whatever, whatever it is. Um, like, your, your mouth is that situation. You can't constantly brush your teeth or, like, it will get Stay worn open. down by friction, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. I swear to God, the more I try this coffee Coke, the less I like it. Yeah. Yeah, it really does taste like coffee powder. That's like the, you uh, maybe I'm even picking up a, a texture. It straight up tastes like placebo. that thing that my grandma used to put on shaved ice. That's kind of nice, maybe. Kind of, I guess. I just don't want a whole can of it. Yeah, me too. I'm pretty much done with that one. Um, yeah. Hmm. Why there's so there's so much print on a can? Yeah. Like, like, there's just so many words, and there's, like, an extra sticker of even more words. Like, yeah. is it all just stuff to cover their ass so they don't get sued? Yeah, like, what is, they're, like, phenylketonics contains phenylene. I don't know what that means. <laughs> and I'm blown away that there's a chan- Chinese translation of it right afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. I can't read most of that. Swan du tiet. Nope. Is that Cantonese? No, no, it's it's Chinese. Oh, okay. But it's in the olden Chinese Oh, I thought because it's made in Hong Kong that it would be like in Cantonese. Yeah, nope, I don't take it. Why am I still drinking it? I th- I it's because it's cold and fizzy. It's stupid, stupid brain. That's how they get you. <laughs> yeah, I put it in the freezer too, so it's like nice and like. What was like your go-to soda growing up? Coke, to be honest. I mean, that's the boring answer. Yeah, but uh, you know what I really liked uh, was a real treat. Was like small batch root beers. Mm. That was a real thing in the states. Mm. Like I remember the greatest soda I've ever got. Maybe I'll try to see if I can track down the thing. Old Dominion root beer. I Old mean, Dominion. There's a chance that was only in the state of Virginia or something. I think the most we get in terms of craft root beers here in Singapore is Virgils. Virgil's, yeah. Virgil's is okay. Yeah, like that. that's the only one that I've kind of seen out in the wild that is not like your A&W or Mug, mm. um, mug Root Beer. Um, and there was a short period, like there's a short period of time where like these craft beer stores, as well as like some very niche European or American, not American, like Western-y, like European-y mm-hmm. marketplaces in Singapore would sell those small batch sodas like ibc or even more no 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 like more niche even ibc is quite a treat like i'm talking niche sodas like i bought a bottle of true blood from this store really yeah it was like a it was like a blood orange sparkling soda from the tv show yeah so it was like an officially licensed true blood product (laughs) in a little glass bottle it looked exactly like from the show that's cool but it's like a blood orange soda um but yeah, I was su- I I love a good root beer. Yeah, I was just looking it up, um, the the old Dominion one I was telling you about, and yeah, it's still around. Crazy, it was actually only started in 1989, which means like you know I had it since I was a kid, so yeah. roughly at the same time. You know, I'm looking at the ingredients right now. They have yucca, cane sugar, and honey. Yucca's like a root, yeah, right? like a starchy root yeah. situation. But oh. I swear to God, this is the best root beer I've ever had. I wonder if I can order somehow. Mm. Probably be very difficult. Ah, soda. So good, yet so bad. It's so bad for you. I tr- I, I really try to cut down. Um, and, like, I, I think I've cut down more than I... You know, it's just... I, I used to consume a lot more. Yeah. Um, I mean, the soda stream's a real game changer for me. But recently, I went to watch uh, the No Time to Die James Bond movie. Yeah. And I went to watch it at a theater that had, like, a customized fountain. A freestyle? Drink, yeah, like a freestyle uh, machine. Oh, Funan. No. 
Uh, oh, we're not, we'll, we'll not blow up your spot. Okay, <laughs> Eagle. Eagle Wings, yeah. Um, yeah. King Albert. But they have the freestyle machine and they cool. had like root beer variations. <laughs> what so did you have? What did you try? I tried. It was, it's a fucking three hour, like two and a half hour movie. So I, what, you had like six sodas? I, well, no. <laughs> like seven times? Two and a half sodas. Because okay. like, they came in like smallish cups uh-huh. and like the movie's long enough where it's like I can walk out for like two minutes, yeah. come back and not really miss a lot. Yeah. Um, James Bond just being a misogynist. <laughs> I get it. Um, but yeah, I I drank a lot of soda that night, the most I've drank in a while, and I felt very sick, and Ooh. it was unpleasant. But the experience was fun. <laughs> <laughs> what was the what, so? What did you put in your root beer? What was your variation? Oh, they they had like the regular. They yeah, had yeah, the yeah. zero sugar. Yeah, they yeah. had cherry. They yeah, had yeah, vanilla. Yeah, yeah. they had I'm cherry a, I'm vanilla. Aware. I'm aware. So what did you make though? I had all three variations. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I'm pretty boring. My go-to when I find a Coke freestyle machine is a Vanilla Coke Zero. I think it's great. Boo. I know, but it's what They've got so much interesting shit. You can make like a cherry vanilla root beer, which is great. Cherry vanilla root beer sounds pretty delicious. It's great. You can you can make like sparkling water, like scented yeah, sparkling yeah, waters. That. Like that's fantastic. What do we call Wingstop has those, I think. But are you allowed to use those now in COVID times, I guess? Oh. Um, you did. I, I did. Because they're supposed to be on the cruise, but it looks like they took all the way machines. Oh, bastards. Yeah. Can you imagine freestyle all day, every day <laughs> on a cruise? I Jeez. will I will vomit. <laughs> I will just consistently I'll consistently vomit. But yeah, like um I I I just my stomach can't take it anymore. Also, like I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to drink this much soda mm-hmm. as you get older. Mm-hmm. Like I'm pretty sure it's rotting you from the inside. <laughs> yeah. I thought that, like, I don't know, the past month or so, I thought my body was starting to really feel its age. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I couldn't bend down as much, and I felt, like, really weak. But then, <laughs> by no f- fault of my own, I haven't been able to go to boxing for about a week. I'm like, oh, no, it's just the boxing. <laughs> so, like, it's that's just a muscle relief. aches and stuff? Yeah, just muscle aches, straight up. Right. Uh, yeah, I've been able to get to boxing. It's, their classes are always full. It's so annoying. Like, I really want to go. How, how do you usually, uh, like, uh, 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 mitigate, like, post-exercise pains? I just take the day off and I eat protein straight afterwards. I don't do creatine or anything. Right. And then I'll, I'll maybe I'll like foam roll myself out. Yeah. So like the the two most important things I think is like a like proper stretching mm-hmm. session. So not just foam rolling, but actual like stretching of whichever part you just worked. And then also like good protein, like right after yeah. and then the night of as well. I, pr- I pretty much do my thing. Also <coughs> fish oil, I think is supposed to help, but I'm less. Magnesium I too. forget magnesium. Like magnesium. Magnesium on its own, you just take a supplement of yeah. magnesium. Okay. Magnesium helps to relax your muscles. Even if you're not working out, it helps with like tension and. Really? Yeah. I should look into that. Yes. It's very good for you, but um, you can either get it in droplet form. Mm-hmm. Like you drop it in your water and it makes your water taste like shit. Salty? Yeah. Uh, like um, <laughs> or something? Yeah. yeah. Or you, there's like pill forms you can take as well. Yeah. Because those are electrolytes, you know what I mean? Like when they say electrolytes, that means like magnesium. Magnets. Uh, sodium. Potassium. Electric magnets God. that you drink. Just like the COVID vaccine, right? Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. Ma- it makes forks stick onto your arm. That's so funny. That's so funny. That's a thing. Because when I first heard of that, the f- the reason I saw that was a video of a guy saying showing it, and then someone challenged him to be like, put baby powder in your skin first and see if it works. Obviously, it didn't work, and he's like, oh, okay, I'm an idiot. Then now I'm seeing people in Singapore do this exact same thing, minus the baby powder. Oh, did it? It didn't just reach our shores. Like it, it's been happening since then as well. Mm. It's just I don't understand how it has sustained. <laughs> like mm. this weird theory that the vaccine makes you magnetic. Um, but I don't know if you heard about it. But there's a Telegram group um, called 
SG, the, the magnetic, magnetic group. group. Okay. Um, the description says to record and investigate local cases of magnetic effects related to the quote unquote vaccinations. Quote unquote vaccinations. In Singapore to collate scholarly articles on this topic. Yeah, I think I saw that on posted on Reddit. That's what made me. I mean, think it's. I haven't joined I, the group. I think it's a meme account. I just trolls. I can't be sure anymore. The internet's is so. A, is that like an auntie? Is it's just Karen? pictures. Yeah, it's of, an auntie Karen. It's just people sticking things onto their bodies. I don't get why they're self censoring themselves. Why? They, why don't they just show their faces if they're bold? Are they scared? I, I are they scared the magnets are going to get them? I, I guess I don't know, Yeesh. but also. Call me ignorant, but why? It's it's just sweat, right? It's just like yeah, humidity man. and friction, right? Yeah, like when you get sticky. You know what I mean? You, okay. go, out, you go out for the day. Okay. Because I have a shower. You get I haven't tried, and the thing is, most people in Singapore are like in air conditioning, right? Yeah. So like, you know, I don't know what's I, happening. I cycled here. I'm guessing I would have stuck to you. That's how sticky I would be. Right. Also, also, there's a point that um, the coins, which is kind of their go-to. Not magnetic. Okay, no, like, oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. But coins, I can totally, like, see that sticking onto my body if I just yeah. fucking pressed it on. But, like, a fork is kind of like, you know. If you get enough surface area, yeah, I guess. I suppose. I don't know. I was you impressed. Ever do that? Wait, when you I ever do that trick it. when you stick a, a, a spoon in your nose? Same thing. And I never did. Oh, but really? I can, I used to I love can imagine that. it. Yeah, you just, you kind of just go, you kind of, like, breathe on the spoon and put it on your nose and it just sticks. The, my go-to spoon trick when I was a kid was the the bending of the spoon. Ah. Yeah, except you know it doesn't look real at all because you're just bending the spoon of your thumb. You're just literally just bending it, right? That's all the trick. Okay, cool. Yeah, and then after that, like no, no, like first, first you take the spoon, you hold it in a certain way, and then you 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 Ooh, jiggle it. Yeah, you jiggle it. You know the that way one. that you yeah, make yeah, a yeah. pencil all wobbly. Yep, 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 yep. And then you bend it. With just your frame rate. Mind. Mind freak. Yeah. I, I used to fancy myself to be quite a, a an amateur magician mm-hmm. when I was in primary and secondary school. Well, you're a fat kid, so what else are you gonna do? Yeah, right. It's pretty much like one of the three paths you can take. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, and it, I w- yeah, it's 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 amazing that that was even a phase in my life because like I can't do a single trick to save my life now, probably. Mm. Um, but yeah, I use that as a legitimate way to like talk to people and make friends and shit. That's great, man. That's what they tell you in the in the game, right? You want to meet chicks, just do stupid magic tricks with them. In the game? Yeah, the book, the game. Oh, the book, the game. Yeah, like magic tricks is a is a chapter in the yeah. game. It's a combination of being interesting and being peacocking. Because this guy showed me magic. Surely he doesn't want to get into my pants. Oh, he's in my pants. <laughs> magic, magic. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever have a magic phase? A little bit, a little bit. I feel like most kids have a little bit of a magic phase. Yeah, like for sure, I was into ma- like I was into watching magic. Like I grew up in the in like the the prime of David Copperfield. That was and Lance Burton. Wait, but you didn't have like a like a magic Where store. I would do it myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I remember there was one thing I bought that would like make coins disappear, but really it was just a mechanism. And I'm like, yeah, it was like a thing, like a little click. Yeah, in it, a would box like, it would like then. yeah, you would pass a mirror through, and it would like click the thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, you, sir, are no Michael Caine from The Prestige, but thank you. <laughs> Take my money. Tried a couple card tricks. I tried to do that levitation thing. What when levitation David, thing? Them, when oh, David the one Blaine. where you raise your ankles up yeah, a little Yeah, basically bit. you're standing on tippy-toe on one foot. But yeah. uh, the few times I pulled it off, unless my friends were lying to me, it, it was pretty <laughs> interesting. 
<laughs> wait, wait. Define pulled it off. Like you were like, you, you have to make hey those... friends, yes. Look at what L- I can look do. Look what I can do. I'm magic. And then you do it, and they're, and they're like, like, whoa, that was cool. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they're not that Filipino, but uh... <laughs> yeah, you just got to make them stand at the right angle. Yeah, it's all about selling it. <laughs> I just kind of, I can't imagine like kids being genuinely impressed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like that meme with the guy running across. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine. Like I just cannot imagine. Like like because I I I had friends that also tried to do that trick, and it would usually just be met with people going like, "I see you're doing that thing. Or you're just you're just." <laughs> oh yeah, I think maybe Filipinos are less cynical. Right? <laughs> they just they want to believe. <laughs> they want to believe. Singaporeans yeah. just want to tear you down. Oh my god, it's no it's no fun to do magic in a Singaporean school. Like they just immediately try to fucking They immediately just try to reveal yeah. the trick and then after then that but that's how you make conversation and that's yeah. how you make friends. So, so it's like Yeah, that's right, it was a string. <laughs> anyway, hi, uh I'm Nathan. Be my friend. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it, also, it also helped that for some reason in the early two thousands. Like magic stores were a lot more common in Singapore. Mm-hmm. I would say they were slightly less common than bookstores, but bookstores slightly more common. Slightly less, less common, common than bookstores, but bookstores were a pretty there common. Tons thing. of bookstores, yeah, yeah. There were tons of bookstores. Then last the internet time. came down and fucked them all up. Yeah, but why did they fuck magic stores up? Because you can buy them online. I don't know. But or people yeah, but cared like less you about magic. But probably. you don't get like a creepy old guy doing the trick for you. So there's another plus. I like that part. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I liked imagining his life after I left the store. <laughs> Sounds like a Rick and Morty episode. Um, yeah, no, I generally just think the internet killed like that. It ki- internet killed bookstores. Internet killed magic stores. What else? <laughs> I really don't think the internet killed magic stores. Internet I think I, th- I think stores. like life killed magic stores. Yeah, but what changed? Like, what of life killed it? I suppose Obama could be Obama. YouTube probably. Uh, you know what I miss? You know what, like, what I did when I was a kid was spend a lot of times in like hobby shops that sold like magic cards and like basketball cards. That's mm. what I. That's what I spent a lot of my time and money on. There were never a lot of those in Singapore. Not a big thing here. Like it's okay. Like it's weird. Like it's one of those things where it was there. There, there are probably as many now as there were last time. Right. Meaning, like their popularity is kind of plateaued. Right. Like, um. Because you still see a whole bunch of like Warhammer shops and board game shops yeah, and all yeah, that, yeah, yeah. but like the old ones haven't really stayed open, and like it's just like a new generation that takes over because it's just you know the same bunch of us nerds, like right. yeah. There's only ever like three or four solid board game shops in Singapore at any one time, yeah. Or like Warhammer, I don't know what Warhammer is, but <laughs> tabletop. <laughs> I think there's like a, a, just a handful of like Warhammer all, spots. All I really know is Paradigm Infinitum. That's an orchard. I'm sure I there's know, some in there. I know that there's a lot of like underground places. Ooh, yeah. Literally, like just in the basement. Yeah, no, but like uh, without disclosing where we are, there's like one or two in this compound. Oh. Yeah. Like mm. we're in a like office kind of compound, right, you know, right, one of right, those right. like, you know, lots of units and unknown things behind doors. There's a handful of, there's one Warhammer uh, I'm uh, quite surprised by thing that. here. And another one that I think is connected, but it's more like anime stuff. Anyway. Mm. There's a good amount. And like in a lot of industrial buildings as well, I'll bump really? into like a random Warhammer hovel. So I don't really know what that's for. Maybe yeah. it's for like a very specific community of people as opposed to like a front-facing business. Right, right, right. So I don't know. I, I am 
to this day wildly intrigued by Warhammer, though. Me too. I, I couldn't even begin to tell you how the game is played. I know it's on a table. I know they're figurines. That's it. Yep. Like I don't like. Do you are there stats? Are there? Does the physical distance mean something? I don't know. Does the size of your figurine determine its strength? I don't know. Does the color that you paint it determine its badassery? Is know. that a stat that you can upgrade? What is a Warhammer? Is it an? Is it a weapon? Is it a ship? I think it's is a it robot. A world? Is it a suit? It's Warhammer four thousand or something like Warhammer four hundred forty thousand. Like, yeah, seventy thousand. Like forty forty thousand. Forty. Yeah, Warhammer forty k. That's it, right? Yeah. Yeah, we know nothing. Is it a? Is it a material? Like what if it's just like like twenty five k gold? What if it's like Mjolnir? Mm. Forty thousand Mjolnirs. <laughs> Ultron's <laughs> main enemy. They're like two Warhammer nuts that are listening to this going like, like you go no oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry <laughs> for mischaracterizing <laughs> the two of you. <laughs> You're probably listening to this podcast together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Next to your table. Just playing. And they're like, oh, they've, I feel seen and I feel abused. <laughs> no, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm truly secretly jealous of like the people that I see playing Warhammer and painting their figurines whenever I go to the board game store. It seems relaxing, you know? It seems yeah. like something you can, you know, just lose some time. And whenever I pass by those random industrial building Warhammer spots, mm-hmm. like, I, it's it's very fun to imagine, like, what happens in there. Yeah. Because, like, I'm sure that this is, like, a like a, like a spot, you know? Like, I'm passing by at, like, 2 p.m., but if I come back here at, like, 2 a.m., right. maybe it's, like, fucking... <laughs> Attack the horde! Night to be for... <laughs> No, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I'm keeping the door open, I guess, is what yeah. I'm saying, yeah. to, to becoming a, a a Warhammer. What do they call the players of Warhammer? Uh, I don't know. Hmm. A nerd? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Really <laughs> leaning into that. Take that, Toby. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know you cl- this has been kind of on my mind lately, because um, randomly, my brother, who is my older brother, much older brother, he texted into our little family chat, Somehow, some way, he found his old basketball cards from like the early, from the mid nineties. Which is annoying because I'm pretty sure mine were literally lost in a flood, yeah. like destroyed in a flood. Which is yeah. annoying because even back then, I'm like, this is gonna put me through college. <laughs> it's an investment. Now he showed a little photo of like a page of nine cards because you know when a booklet you put like uh, there's uh, each sleeve like plastic thing you can put nine cards in you flip the page and stuff. Yeah. He took one photo and motherfucker, it's like nine Kobe Bryant rookie cards. Wow. I and I looked it up. The rarest of which, the nicest one, is worth probably around fifteen thousand U.S. dollars. Wow. And they're kept in like the 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 the, the little. Pocket book things, yeah. So, n- which is not as good as it could be if it was like you know, like really, in like, you can like in a loose site. encase it, yeah. seal it, send it off to get graded and whatnot. But he can still do that. But I'm like, shit. Chances are, it's either going to come out as a. It's probably going to be near mint. I'm yeah. guessing. I hope which so. Is not bad. I hope so. Yeah. Um, I'm just jealous because he put his money on Kobe. Like, again, we thought about it, like we were like, who's gonna be like? Oh wait, so the these, so these are his cards. He, those, are, those are definitely his cards, right? Fucker. Right. Um, and I was like, yeah, well, I'm gonna put my money on Vince Carter and Jason Kidd. <laughs> no, 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 sorry, not Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd would have been okay. Jason Williams, who is terrible. Nope, uh, exactly. Uh, Vince Carter's okay, but I, but they're gone again. Maybe they might turn up somewhere in storage or some shit. But 
Yeah, my brother showed me a picture. I'm like, that picture is worth about $25,000. Is he going to cash in or I is he going to so. hold? He should. He has a child about to go to college. Oh, gosh. Not about to, but eventually. Um, I I had a similar thing where I found like a whole bunch of old cards. Mm. But like, nah. Like, yeah. we Because we, we played with them. <laughs> yeah, no, don't. Yeah. No, like, very much. We played with those cards. Like, How do you I'd, play with cards? Just fucking. Like Gambit? Imagination. Like, yeah, I'm, play- I'm Kobe Bryant. Dri- I'm dribbling. I'm dribbling. No, it's, I didn't have basketball cards. Oh. I had like Marvel cards. Ah, okay, and like, okay. I had some basketball cards. Right. But like, I, I, I don't. I think I just got them for fun. I don't know basketball. Fair enough. I don't no, know no. who I have. No one super famous or anything. But um, I, I had a bit of a spree because when I was doing some spring cleaning earlier this year, I found mm. like all the cards, like a whole bunch of cards. Wow. And I spent like a solid like four or five hours. Just playing with them again? No. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> um, pretty much just like Googling the value of the different cards and ah. what I have. Um, uh, specifically the ones that were in at least like a visibly better condition right right right. <clears throat> the only ones that were worth anything were the pokemon cards makes sense what was much. the most expensive one uh i think it was like a, a holographic nido king mm-hmm. and a holographic uh abra Alaka, abracadabra or alakazam i forgot one those of the two real things you don't want oh yeah pokemon? you're not a pokemon person yeah, yeah. No. there's a there's a family of pokemon um the first one is abra Oh, Abra no. is like a cat that wears like a a a, 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 a like a like a mud armor, okay. and then Abra will um, evolve into Abracadabra. Okay, and Abracadabra is basically like a, a, a like an older cat, um, but with like bigger armor, and also holds a spoon. I feel like the Pokemon um, people were definitely high when they came yeah. with this character specifically. Holds like a like a spoon. I might be wrong on. Is there an Abracadabra? No, Alakazam? the third one is Alakazam. Oh my god! Alakazam is basically an old mouse, <laughs> and um, went from wait, it went from cat to a mouse. It's, it, it seems wrong. It's if you try to make sense of the evolutions of mo- of any Pokemon, really, fair. like you're not gonna have a good time. <laughs> That's fair. You're just straight up not going to have a good time. Like how in the newest generation of, of Pokemon, um, the I think the starter Pokemon is one, one of the starter Pokemon, like the water one, like starts off as like a weird blue fish mm. and then turns into a spy and then turns into like a punk rocker. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I feel like they're just, what, I think what they're trying to do is trying to appeal to as many kids as they can. Yeah, with their creatures. or mushrooms, <laughs> or they're doing shrooms. Either way, <laughs> that's crazy. So yeah. wait, how much is that worth? Oh, um, it wasn't much. It was like three dollars. No, 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 like seventy-five, eighty dollars. That's not bad. It's like it's like sure, but do I want to go through all that trouble just to make seventy-five fucking dollars when I can have so much fun just looking at it and remembering the good times? Yeah, <laughs> your youth. Yeah, simple times. I never played any of those though. I never learned how to play the Pokemon card game. Mm-hmm. Still don't know how to play it. I just liked the pictures. I just know you got to catch them all. That's yeah, my brother played the game, so like he collected them, and I was just kind of following suit. Um, the only cards I knew the rules for were the WWE cards. <laughs> Yeah. Very specific. Yeah. I had a Chris Benoit deck. So oh. It's probably worth a lot of money today. Choke. choke I, I don't know I don't know where it is. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> That's messed up. 
Do you think that would get more expensive or less expensive? Um, pro- maybe probably more because it's definitely discontinued. Like right. they're, they're never gonna make another one. So, sure, it's a commodity, man. I guess so. Like collectibles is all about that exclusivity. It's messed up, man. Yeah, it's messed up. Have you ever flipped collectibles though? Like, have you ever made money that way? No, no. I, I was always big. I have a shit ton of basketball cards, shit ton of magic cards, but I've never sold any. I don't think. Right. Yeah, just kind of had fun with them, or saved up for college, and then a flood wrecked it. Right. Like that was never a part of like the the youth gig economy at the time. Like no, what did, what did you do? Um, so you would buy stuff and then sell it to, to other people. I I didn't do it myself, right. but some people would do these things where they would either like um, uh, like help build Tamiya cars. Okay. So they'll go to the shop and build it. Anyone can go and do this, but they like you know people that were super nerdy about it would go and build these custom Tamiyas and sell them. Wholesale. I mean, sorry, like sell them completed to to other friends. Um, so some people did that, and of course, they jacked up the price. Um, I know, like you know, I I I just missed the tail end of this, but I know sneaker flipping is a huge thing mm-hmm. with um a lot of young people, <laughs> <laughs> youths, <laughs> um, youths. Yeah, yes. but I I've been vaguely curious about it because um, I probably brought this up before, but um, I'm on this app called Vivi. Is that the one for? It's like for NFTs. It's right, for right, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's for collectible NFTs. So like just figurines and toys and shit. Right, right, um, right. That they do drops for, and they release limited quantities of these figurines, and they're all like minted and like s- secured by the blockchain, and every collectible is unique and has its own code, whatever, all mm-hmm. that stuff. Basically, it's like a unique digital collectible, and people have been making a lot of money flipping these. Like a lot of money, mm-hmm. um, so I, I I gave it a shot because I have a few, and like no joke, dude, I freaking put it up for sale in the marketplace, and it sold in like two minutes. Wow! It made me immediately regret how low I set the price. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. But even then, even though I set that price, it was um, it was four times more than what I paid for. But like it sold in like two minutes, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck. What, was, what exactly was it? It was like a figurine mm. of... Uh, the rights to a figurine. Is that how NFTs work? Something like that. It's okay. a figure. It's a collectible that you can look at in your phone and it, it belongs in your account and all that stuff. But where's the physical location? There is no physical location. I don't That's understand. That's not how NFTs work. We've spoken about this no, before. I thought, there was, I thought there was a thing, but you had the rights to the thing. No, no, no. Then well, why is it a figurine and not a f- graphic? Okay, sorry. It's it's a digital figurine. It's okay. a figurine. It's a model. It's a 3D, 3D model, model of a figurine I'm that I exists okay, on your phone. Yeah. Is that better? Sort of. <laughs> but they've expanded, man. They've, God, they're they're doing, boomer. They're okay, doing yeah. like digital figurines now. They're doing digital movie posters. That's cool. Um, they For even, real movies? Yeah. Oh, okay. um, uh, exclusive movie posters as well as like redesigned ones um, that you can s- place in a digital space. Mm. Um, they also just... Uh, did this collaboration with a cinema c- company in the U.S. and made an NFT ticket stub for No Time to Die. I'm pretty sure that's AMC, right? Uh, Cinemark. Oh. Yeah, okay. so if you buy this NFT ticket stub mm-hmm. that you can look at and keep, um, you can also use this to uh, claim like six tickets at Cinemark or something like that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It, the Weird. It's, it's, a, it's a fascinating world. Fascinating space, yes. Very interesting. NFTs. It's just exciting because like, I really hope that 
like they become more popular and the coin gets popular as well. Fingers crossed for you. And then I'll never have to work a day in my yeah, life. <laughs> baby. No, it's probably yeah, not. Baby. It's probably not gonna happen. <laughs> but it's it's fun to watch and it's fun to be like vaguely invested in the future. It's fun to dream. That's why I'm. That's why I'm still connected to AMC. I don't. <laughs> At this point, I'm just tired. I'm like, just make me rich or just take all my money away. I'm right now. I'm just annoyed. Is it is it like up and down, up and down? No, up no, and no. Down? It's basically plateauing. Okay. It's up and down, up and down in the sense that like it's like as when it goes up, it also goes like it's like. It's so it's plateauing, and now you're scared if you leave, it's gonna like go higher. No, I don't gone. care either way. At this point now, I just want it to be over. Just get out. No, no. I want the mother all squeeze to happen. Either no, there's only two ways. It's the only end. way it can be over is if you leave. No, no. The only <laughs> way it's gonna end if it drops to fucking zero or it goes to one million. Right now, in the middle is just annoying. But if it drops to zero, you have no money. Don't care. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, like I said, like I said, I'm, I don't, I don't want to get into it again. But like, yeah. you only get into this thing with money that you don't mind literally going to zero. That's just that's it's basically that's why they call it Wall Street bets. I guess it's a gamble. But it's fun, and I'm gonna be rich. <laughs> All of that scares the hell out of me. Yeah. Um. Anyway, speaking about making money. Yeah. And or spending money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Have you made any travel plans? Like, have you booked any tickets? Not yet. I mean, I think. Um. I think the fucking it's SQ got squeezed to death, right? The website. It's like down, down. I don't know if the website actually went down, but I went past like their. Store like their office, the whatever location? the physical location where people can go make Is it bookings. At Ion? There's a few, oh, okay. um, but the one that I went to at Ion, I didn't. I wasn't going there. I just walked past. Yeah, I saw your Instagram. It was post. like a line of. I can imagine, dude. It was out the fucking door and around just the, goes the to whole show. floor. Just goes to show. And a lot of the uh, the people queuing up were like parents of kids, <laughs> and right. I was like, oh man, I get it. <laughs> I totally get it. Man. Uh, not having any plans yet. Um. I was yeah, very excited in, in about case you, In case you missed oh, the news, yeah, yes. uh, Singapore opened up um, like BTLs, a vaccinated yeah. travel lane to a whole bunch of countries. Really good ones, too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but like, you know, it's not... It, it's really good. Place that I would want to go. Not like, any of these shithole countries. Yes, none of those piece of shit countries. Uh, but yeah, the States... Uh, I'm just hearing a lot of my friends... It sounds like Singapore's going to be fucking empty from what I've been heard in like, in like the month of December. People are just going. That sounds... Great. Yes, I'm jealous though. But yeah, you you were. It's never gonna be phase one empty, but I'll take what I can get. Yes. Yeah. You were making soft plans. Have you have your plans hardened at all? They haven't. They've they've complicated because initially it was like Germany was the only place, and I was like simple, nice. And then now it's like now the world is open. Oh no, options paralysis (laughs) with eleven more countries. I think it was. Yeah, but then countries, but with eleven more countries, come eleven more avenues of uncertainty. Sure. Come eleven more very convolute, convoluted list of rules. Yeah, and I don't quite know which way to go. But yeah. um, I'm not in a hurry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not in a hurry. But like, this topic just started making me think about like the two years that we have spent here in Singapore. <sighs> the two years that um, you and I have spent here in Singapore. Like, the I I wanted to do like a little segment. Oh, cool! For the for the listeners um, who have heard the news about all these countries traveling and are starting to get travel envy, um, I, I figured it'd be nice to talk about the things in Singapore Aww. that have um, kind of like been awakened to you in the last two years. You mean how have we've rediscovered Singapore? Yeah. By the way, never got any vouchers. Thanks a lot. <laughs> you didn't get any vouchers. I don't get. Not, I'm not Singaporean. Yeah, you're not Singaporean. Dirty foreigner. They don't want you in tourist attractions. Clearly. Enough of you. 
Um, uh, yeah. No, but that is a good... Like, yeah. in the last That's two like years, like, what discoveries have you made within this, like, um, uh, 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 isolation within Singapore that you, you know, you're really grateful to have found and you yeah. think is worth exploring, you know? Yeah, the first thing that comes to mind... This is a great topic, but the first thing that comes to mind is, like, East Coast Park, man. Like, cycling out there and, like... Were you never not, like, a big East Coast Park no, guy before? No, no, no. I was mm. never a big cyclist before. Right. But, I mean, cycling is the main thing, I guess, I took away from lockdown and stuff. But, yeah, specifically the service road on the East Coast, it's just... It's nice when you get the feeling of, like, the world drifting away a little bit and just being your own little bubble. Mm-hmm. And that's the feeling you get when you're, like, plowing down the road. Or um, quarantining. Yeah, or... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was a big one for me, and it's really nice to just get the wind in your face and just get out there and just, it's it's kind of beautiful actually too. And by the ocean, like you kind of take that for granted that like, oh my god, I'm by the ocean cycling. That's pretty cool. Quite a lot of people don't have access to the ocean. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Iraqis. No, um, I people from Kansas. Okay, yeah. <laughs> what I'm about to, you? I'm trying to think of like no on the topic of cycling. I'm trying to think of like my favorite places to cycle, mm. and like my go-to route that I really love is still like. Um, like from Clark Key, yeah, down to Esplanade, yep. and then to the Helix Bridge, yep. to Gardens by the Bay, right. all around there. Then the East Coast, and yeah. then if you want to carry on to the airport, make one circle, and then like back to Clark Key. Yeah, that's pretty much the route I'm talking about. I go slightly different direction, but yeah, exactly. It's just really nice. It's 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 a it's it's kind of a it's wild. Yeah, like Singapore is such a varied place. And it's so just, like, objectively crazy looking. Sure. You know? Like, we get used to it, but if you kind of just, like, really, like, take a look at it slowly on a bike. Yeah, kind of, like, squint your eyes a little bit. Not when you're cycling, it's scary. <laughs> but, like, if you kind of, like, just forget for a second that you see it all the time. But it's just wild, like, to cycle through, like, Clark Key and see that insanity. Mm-hmm. And then look at, like, the more classic kind of Esplanade Marina true, true, kind true. of skyline. And then, like, you go into the gardens by the bay. And that's a crazy whole situation. Yeah. And then East Coast Park is, like, such a varied hodgepodge of random people. And then if you go all the way to the airport, you can see dinosaurs. And that's also fantastic yeah you're totally right it's like to t- take a moment and recognize or realize what what we get like yeah like cbd the cbd yeah. is a is a totally. insane place the buildings there if you just cycle through it it's like it's weird as hell yeah we have a weird privilege because like, recently i've been teaching a lot of classes in um aliwal mm. so i'll cycle up that way and i'll go again through clarky exactly what you're describing but then i'll go to the left which takes me past uh, past Esplanade to the F1 track. Uh-huh. And I'm just like gunning it down the track because it's yeah. so, so free and open. I'm yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. on a fucking F1 track. Yeah. What a crazy life we Cycling live Cycling on in the Singapore. F1 track is the best. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fun. You just gun it. Um, Racing with people. Any any specific spots that you've kind of fallen in love with over the last two years? I don't know. I keep I keep coming back to my bedroom because that's, <laughs> that's all I got. But nothing that comes to mind. I'll think about it. What, what do you have one? Okay. Yeah, I'm sure I'll, guessing you have one in mind. Um, I have a few in mind. Um, but like the one, I mean, well, first of all, this place that we're in, but we're not going to tell sure. you where it is. Um, <laughs> you just know that there's Warhammer around. <laughs> <laughs> that narrows it down to more places than you think. More than you think. Um, one of my favorite places that I uh, went to was this place called Bollywood Veggies. Oh yeah, have yeah, I've been, been there. Been? Yeah, I've been there a couple times. I shot a video there for someone. Mm. Yeah, it's nice great. Spot. It's great. It's far as hell, and you're gonna need yeah. like a motorbike or a car or something. 
but like it's just this idyllic farm garden kind of situation um with like a little cafe where you can have nasi lemak and some coffee the food there's way good i thought it was yeah it was, it was solid it was yeah. solid like the environment does it for me like i could eat like hot shit and it'll be pretty tasty <laughs> like it was just like i've really found like a new appreciation for places that really transport you out of this like urban jungle yeah absolutely. even though the urban jungle is gorgeous and like nuts in its own way but like because it's so constant i've really just been like looking for these pockets of um you know these pocket realities <laughs> you know <laughs> of like just um pretending like the tree line in the distance of bukit timah nature reserve are mountains yeah, things yeah, like yeah, that yeah, you know yeah. um just oh, to kind just, of just like slightly going crazy i got you <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> Just a little gooey. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I recently disco- uh, rediscovered the uh, Green Corridor. I mean, this is a very cycling heavy because it's... Yeah. Because that's the best... Honestly, that's the best That's way the explore. only way you leave your house. Yeah. Other than teaching. Yeah. Fuck. It's not uh, a bad thing. Yeah, I guess not a bad thing. Um... But yeah, just like going down the Green Corridor, which they recently reopened, like, basically all of it now. It's nice to go down. It feels nice to, like... I feel like... I feel like I'm being hugged by nature. Like, the trees... It's like a big hug as I plow through it that sounds more sexual than i think i needed to but it is a very sexual thing to cycle down the green corridor it really isn't <laughs> pregnant that bitch like uh, that sentence immediately doesn't conjure any just, images it's just a tube okay anyway um let me think what other places have i like found a new appreciation for um I was going to say Mustafa, but that's kind of like a double-edged sword because Mustafa has... Is it because you miss Mustafa? No, because it's been like a bit of like a hot spot for COVID and lots of people are avoiding it. But it's, you know, all the more reason to go visit because it's so empty. Like, the people that go there are just the usual people that go there, but you don't get new people that go there because everyone's scared. I thought you were going to say it's it's fun because it's dangerous. No, no. Well, I mean, maybe, but it's it's also like usually when places get put on a watch list, they're more careful than the average spot. But it's been a while though. I mean, I remember it was a very a big hotspot towards the beginning. Oh yeah, but dude, I went I I went like um for the first time in a while like um a week and a half ago or so. Looking for tiles. You looking for some tiles over there? No, just looking for stuff. Um and just stuff, you know, just stuff in general. (laughs) That's kind of where you go to find everything any and everything man um and it was a ghost town wow it was really quite a ghost town like there were still people there but i would say like easily like 15 percent of the normal amount of people you'd see there and like um the more niche sections like the electronic section where they sell like the cameras Mm. and like all those things completely empty just nobody there like i was this close to looting but (laughs) like yeah Go visit Mustafa. Like, make Mustafa great again because oh, it's it's a. F- I love that place, man. You can buy everything. It's Just a, it is a wild concept. I wouldn't buy supplements there. Why is that? Because there's too many of them, and that can't be good. Like you, they've been thinking be on the shelf too long. No, like there's just too many. Like there's too many options. There's too many things. There's ah, all kinds of brands that you've never heard of. It's like that. You know that can't be a reliable place to get like health things yeah but for everything else go for it yeah oh man have you looked at the uh covid cluster map oh um not I've, for like I've, a few weeks yeah i've looked at it in a while actually i don't remember the last time i looked at it and i live right smack in the middle of a hot spot is it scary? actually no i'm not haha <laughs> mine's fine <laughs> but yeah orchard obviously no surprise is very red yeah yeah because a uh yeah a friend of uh, a friend of ours just found out her helper 
has symptomatic COVID, so she was kind of like. I think it's pretty, like, okay. Like, do you expect to contract COVID in the next two months? I wouldn't be surprised. I guess. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm not trying to. You know. I mean, no, of course, don't, I'm not, not, not trying, trying to. Not but trying the thing to, is, I'm not like, expecting to. But I wouldn't be surprised if I did. I'm fully expecting to, because I don't intend to to like. Um, I don't intend to retreat as the world opens up. Yeah. But I'm still just going to live as carefully and sure, follow sure, the rules sure, as sure. I have been. New normal, as they say. As much as they frustrate me, I will still be a good citizen. I'll wear my fucking mask when I'm walking outside around nobody. But, you know, I'll, I'll play by the rules. Mm. But I'm pretty sure, like, it's, it's it almost feels inevitable. It's going to get you, yeah. It almost feels inevitable. Like, I take comfort in the fact that I don't think anyone's died from COVID who's gotten the vaccine, but, you in know. In Singapore? I, I don't oh, know. Oh, there have been. There have been tons. Oh, yeah? Not tons, but, like, <laughs> in the WhatsApp, they break it down. They're, like, uh, of the, there 11 people died the other day. Yeah. Recipes. That sucks. Um, half of them were vaccinated. A couple of them had one dose. A couple of them had f- were fully vaccinated. Uh, All had medical conditions, though, so it's, like. Were they, like, super old, though? I don't know, super old, but older. Right. Because, like, that's my fear, right? Like, my fear is that I contract asymptomatic COVID. I pass it to, like, um, one of my family members who are older. Right. And, like, that scares me. because. But I also assume that if you're vaccinated, you're much safer. Mm-hmm. I think the statistics of people that die from COVID and have the vaccine, it's pretty... It's, it has to be very low. Yeah. Right? Must be. I'm hoping so. Hope. I want to get a booster. <laughs> Would you get a booster? I don't give a shit at this point. (laughs) Give me a booster. I really don't care. Like, and not not to say that I don't get it. It's just that like I'm indifferent. Like, (laughs) if it's, I'll take it when it's my turn. Just like even if you're like if I'm traveling, I'm like, I yeah, I'll definitely get a booster. Yeah, because when I travel, I'm gonna be like, I will do as the Romans do. No one's wearing masks. Me too. I'm 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 I'm, I don't see the point in drawing the line on number three. (laughs) You know, (laughs) when I was like, yeah, give me one, give me two, no three. That's like first time, second time's a charm. No, what's the saying? Shame on you. Fool me once, vax me once, shame on you. Vax me twice, shame on me. Vax me three times. I'm totally safe from COVID. Is yeah. That how it goes? No, <laughs> gosh. I love that we always, we like, we, we have an unstated goal to not talk about COVID, but we always just end up doing it. It's kind of hard, life, man. It's kind of hard. That's the new normal. It's kind of hard, it especially when it's a reality that we're also aware of. Yeah. But if you notice, the supermarkets, the train stations, mm-hmm. the malls. You're constantly reminded. They're still playing the fucking announcement that says yeah. here. From two years ago. Here is your reminder to uh, please social distance and wear your mask. It's like, we fucking know. Get it. Like, <laughs> like, we go there. Oh, they haven't played it. I guess everything's fine. <laughs> Like it, it just annoyed me. So, it triggered me so hard yesterday when I was in a mall. Yeah, and like I heard the announcement, and I'm like, just is there a need to like remind us of reality? You don't know, man. Maybe someone woke up from a coma. I got into coma for, in for, okay, fine. For the benefit of that one person, yeah. I guess. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's why everyone's wearing masks. Oh dear. <laughs> But yeah, like it, it always like triggers me just a little bit because, it, yeah, it's 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 like it's like going into a theater and the announcement says these are chairs, sit on them. It's. Oh. <laughs> I feel you. This is oxygen. Take a breath. <laughs> oh man. Oh well. You yeah. know, there's a couple of things I was 
I feel like there's been two controversial things that I always feel like deserves a bit of airtime. One local, one very international. Yeah. Um, have you had? We'll dive into the end. Oh, we go. We gonna spill some tea. I. Psh, you gonna, can spill tea. I met her twice. We gonna pop <laughs> some corn and spill some tea. But the thing that I was hoping to chat about a little bit, and I really like your thoughts on, like, uh, is the Dave Chappelle special. Which have you seen it yet? I have not. I'm sorry. No, no, no worries at all. But I'm like, my thing with that is, I just want to know how I feel. <laughs> and then, of course, the NOC and Sylvia stuff. Right. What do you want to tackle first? Well, I have no context or idea what the Chappelle stuff is, so yes. don't spoil it, I, I guess. I won't spoil it. I won't spoil it. But, but I mean, I'm, you've I'm heard the big old headlines, right? No, not at all. Oh, you're totally in the dark. Uh, yeah. Okay, um, we'll stay there. That's fine. But I'm going to vaguely guess that people are trying to cancel him again. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because that's kind of what happened in the last special, right? Like, yeah. Like, there was a bunch of talk of, like, oh, he said this and that. And then, but, you know, he's Dave Chappelle, yeah. so he kind of just, like... Yeah, I mean, I find it a very fascinating topic, and uh, I guess we can't really talk about it until you watch it and kind of, like, read up on it, but it's just, like... I'll just put it this way. We'll talk about it next week. But, like, this is the first time I, I can't think of anything that I've watched, sat on it for a second, rewatched it, and then immediately rewatched it. I watched it like three times in one in one day, wow. basically. Because I was just like, I'm, tr- first of all, funny as hell. Yeah. Usual. But then I was like, oh, I don't know Where how do I you feel. Stand? I don't know how I stand. I, I also know that a lot of people, like, he makes such amazing points yeah. that you see people bitching about. And, like, you know, they say, it's like, did you even watch the special? Like, you ever hear that yeah, about other yeah, stuff? Yeah. I'm like, shit, yeah, people are complaining and, and fucking trying to cancel without having been seen it, listened to it properly, or digested it. And I was like, so that's why I wanted to make extra care to digest it three that, times. That's literally what happens to everything. Yeah, so yeah, the, yeah. Like, yeah. most, uh, not everything, but 90% of the people that are getting called out or, like, you know, causing the next Twitter rage storm. Like, it's usually because of, like, a snippet or a headline yeah, as opposed thing, to, like, right? a whole thing. And that's the interesting thing to compare and contrast what's happened with Sylvia because, like, that you have leaked texts, right? You have yeah. leaked texts and people comment in. Like, you don't yeah. know the whole story. I'm not defending her. I'm not saying anything or at all. But with Chappelle, you literally have a thing to study. Yeah. And people are missing such interesting points. And because I, I'm they not don't sure. don't want to watch an f- hour special. They'd maybe. rather just read a headline. Right? Yeah, I think that's what it is. It's and, like, easier. Talking points, right? He talks about talking points, which I think is very fascinating. Anyway, go watch that. Cool. But yeah, how do you feel about Sylvia? We talked we talked about this offline a little while, but yeah. So like, catch the readers. I mean, the listeners. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You'd think I know better by now. Eh. No, I mean I don't know all the details. Yeah, catch, but catch the catch the people up. Miss Sylvia Tan is the one Chan. of the Chan. Excuse me. Pff, terrible. Uh, is one of the um. Is basically the head of NOC. She's the big co-founder of Night Owl Cinematics, Cinematics, a very popular YouTube channel in Singapore. It's safe to say the biggest YouTube channel. Yeah, it's one of those channels where, like, you know, if you don't have a YouTube account and you open YouTube, their videos are always on the top. Yeah, that's that's true. Actually, that's that's how you know that you're one of the top. It's going to be you are the NOC video, and then Lawrence Wong talking about COVID, and then a playlist of Mando Pop, and then like yeah, something related to K-pop and Squid Games. And then yeah, a bunch of good game things, yes. and then also a video about how to, where to invest your money. Ugh. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, so, some so that some texts came out leaked by some former employees that basically show her or Sylvia um, saying what you would probably fair to say is pretty vulgar and abusive language, calling people fuck faces and whatnot, mm-hmm. and uh, talking about their work ethic and things like that. Yeah, uh, I'm sure most of you have read it or <laughs> read the headlines. <laughs> Uh, and made your decisions. Well, the thing yeah. is with this, you know, I'm, I'm sure tons of people have looked at it. And there's also a lot to look at. That was what was surprising to me. I was like, yeah, there's yeah. a lot here. Yeah. But, you know, um, 
It's because you got some snakes in the grass. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, was let's, surpri- let's I was surprised by the, 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 like the amount of content that yeah. was coming out. It was just... I'm sure some people had a lot of fun with that, yeah. which I, was really like the main thing that really got to me about everything. Yeah, and just so we're clear, so uh, I don't know Sylvia that well. I've met her like twice, hung out with her a little bit. Yeah. Nathan worked with them more, so you yeah, have a whole a bunch of times. People, they're friends of yours, so yes. yeah, yeah. So uh, I worked with NOC a whole bunch of times. I usually go through Ryan because I just yeah know him better, I guess. Um, and you know, I I. I would call Sylvia a friend. Mm-hmm. Like um, I've worked with her, I've I've like spoken to her and all of that, and I've also seen um, them work under like higher pressure environments yeah, yeah, yeah. and how they respond to things like that, and um, how like people start talking to each other during those times, which is, you know, it's it's. How do I, how do I, how do I say this? Because I feel like whatever I say is going to be. Like, I feel like when you're in crunch time, whether no matter what your profession is, or even if you're a student, when things get heated, when when you're coming out of the wire, when you're hot under the collar, um, I don't know. A different side of you comes out. The true side of you comes out. I don't know. I, which, I think which I'm is still learning just how to talk about these things, but without well, you getting canceled. Yeah, well, like covering the bases of like at least like so that you understand what I'm saying without you know fucking plucking a headline so let me lay the foundation of from what i've seen from the screenshots yeah that's not a very nice way to talk to people it's not a very nice way to talk about other people to other people Mm -hmm. um and there definitely can be some uh finessing of language and communication and all of that that would make it a much more uh um healthy you know just friendly open healthy environment i guess um, but I also recognize that company cultures in different companies are all different, mm-hmm. and like it's hard to kind of pinpoint it. But you know, no matter how which way you cut it, you shouldn't talk to people um, like that, and you shouldn't talk about people behind their backs. Yes, that's not cool, um, especially when you are in a position of power. De- not, especially not, not cool. Um, but also, the, and this is now my contextual knowledge. Mm. Knowing Sylvia, um, I've never ever sensed that. Uh, even when she would, uh, you know, uh, get a little bit hot around the collar, mm. um, I never once got the sense that it ever came from a place of disrespect or hate. It was more of just like how I interpreted it was they started out like any other YouTube channel. They started out with nothing. And they have worked in a very fairly short span of time of six, seven years yeah. and built a household yeah, yeah, yeah. brand of sorts yeah and those first few years must have been like trial by fire high pressure environments mm-hmm. constant churning the youtube schedule is a fucking nightmare mm-hmm. because it's year round mm-hmm. like you're just constantly churning out content and they're not just doing like one a week mm-hmm. you know it's like many different shows concurrent deals and all that stuff and I get that when you are working in such a high pressure environment in such a high pressure situation that you need to communicate effectively, be snappy, kind of mm-hmm. get things done because um, it's kind of old school, you know what I mean? Like it's very, it's very old. It's which a very again, it's not to excuse or it's a, whatever. It's a, it's a, yeah, an old school sense, I guess, of like Taskmaster um, James Cameron getting shit done, dick like that, of like getting shit done. Um, I never once got the sense that it was like you know a disrespect towards the employees or the crew or whatever. If anything, I think they treat their crew really nice. 
um, like long hours and all that are just kind of like part and parcel of the any production company of the production company yeah. like job scope. Um, so yeah, when I saw like whenever I I see this kind of behavior myself, like in the back of my mind, I'm always thinking like, oh, I wonder when that's gonna catch up with her. Yeah. But also like, um, I also know that. As if she works with the right people, you know, when I say right people, I mean the, the right vibe of people, yeah, yeah. this probably wouldn't be a problem. Um, because, like, for example, the the people that have been with them since the beginning, mm-hmm. like, I think they went through that trial by fire culture as well. Mm-hmm. And understanding that, like, you know, you have to work a certain way to get shit done and make sure that you meet all your schedules and your all that stuff. Right. Um, I think that's why maybe you haven't really heard so much from the older employees because like they get it in that way. Not yeah. to say it's the right way to work. It's just that they understand that that's like kind of how the rhythm of things work yes. there. Well, I haven't but heard anything positive or negative. Like I don't think they really. It's hurt. just that most of the negative stuff is coming from like newer employees yeah. and all that. So maybe it's like culture shock. Maybe it's a lot of things. But also, you know, it's like, again, does, again, 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 my baseline, yeah. my baseline is it's not nice to say any of those things. But like it's de- like it's definitely not helped by the fact that they can be like, you know, like yeah. like she could be intense or whatever or yeah. like the schedules might be tight or and and pressure goes up and people deal with pressure in different ways um so yeah it's it's hard to kind of parse out how i feel i've just reached out to a few people to make sure that they're they're doing all right mm. mentally and all that i i don't stand anywhere on yeah. this because i i just why <laughs> um other than you know don't talk bad about people especially yeah. when they're not there it's not yeah. a cool thing to do because i mean also like intent only goes yeah so far and not as far as you think you know what i mean because uh yeah it sucks to be in the receiving end of that and like yeah i just feel bad about the whole situation basically yeah that's my controversial stand Ooh, hot take feels bad sucks do you think like um because like this this might be a skewed perspective. I don't even know if this perspective is right. It's mm-hmm. just one that I hear tell of, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but because I don't work in like a strictly professional industry, mm-hmm. um, I mean like a real job, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like I don't have the best contextual knowledge of this. But you know how a lot of people say like, oh, young people nowadays, they don't know how to like, you know, um, like take the, that. The heat. Yeah, they know how to take the heat. Like they expect to come into a company and be treated like like That's gods. So funny, right? Like, but I, I see. I don't know. I've heard tell of this kind of like scenario and this kind of vibe. Because it's a transition from millennials to Gen Z, is right? Because Gen Z yeah. are really coming into the workforce now. Yeah, but I can't say that. I, I've 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 never been an employer of that scale. Yeah, I've yeah, never yeah. really seen it with my own eyes. But like, are young people really less, um, you know? Thick skinned, thick skinned, I guess, or different. Like, I don't yeah. know. You know, it's something I've been thinking about a lot because it's clearly a generational thing. Like, I forgot what podcast I was listening to, but they were talking about like the athletes, especially the female athletes of color, and the things yeah. they've been doing. How like um, Naomi Osaka took a break from tennis because she wanted her mental health. Same with yeah. Simone Biles and stuff like that. And we talked about we talked about that a little bit, but is that is that what it is? Like, I mean, again, I don't want to put words in anyone's mouth or come to conclusions and i'm not gonna say it's good or bad i like that mental health is on the forefront and some things are happening but it is certainly an interesting time and it's clear to me it's a clear 
not passing of the guard, but of a welcoming to the guard of yeah, yeah. Gen Zs joining the millennials in adulthood and the workforce and stuff like that. And it's, uh-huh. it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like now that said, I don't think any abusive. I mean, that's the reason why it's called old school, right? Like that fucking old school director who I've had the displeasure of working with. Actually, nah, most of the directors I've worked with yeah. are pretty good. But it's definitely a thing, right? Like, fuck you. Like, go do that thing. Like, really trying to be hard-headed as if the work is so vital and important that you would trounce on someone's human dignity. Um, it's just that... It is what it is. It's just that um, traditionally most companies mm-hmm. that have some sort of hierarchical ladder... Yeah. Like, when you first come in, of course you're going to be kind of treated like shit, you know? I don't think there's a, that should be an of course, though. In fact, if anything, I think it, I think that's something that should change. I think it should change as well. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying that it's an expected thing to kind of, when you're at the bottom of the ladder, of course you're going to catch all the shit. Yeah. Well, maybe this like, is a sign of it changing. I suppose. I don't know. But, don't know. but And then this goes almost side by side. Not, it's like it's not perfectly entwined with just cancel culture in general. Yeah. Because when we were talking about this the other day, I was like, oh, man, she's going to be made an example of. Mm. And I don't know if that's fair or unfair. I think, to be honest, I mean, actually, it's a little bit unfair. I think whenever, because the whole thing about cancel culture that will always cause conflicts with people is that you are dragging a uh, a conflict that mm-hmm. sh- that would have remained behind closed doors and dragging it out for public opinion. Yes. And that always brings about like some moral dilemmas. Yeah. Because on one hand, it's like, yeah, this would have remained behind closed doors and like they would not have been held accountable. But on the other hand, does this person deserve to be publicly lambasted? Yeah. And so then again, the, and deserve is a very gray word. Again, you know? not, not to spoil the Chappelle special, but he said taking away someone's livelihood is akin to killing them. Mm. And are people like, am I going to be like, fuck this Colgate. I don't want this in my mouth. Mm. If she told me to take Coldgate, I'm switching to. Can't even think of another fucking toothbrush brand right now. But yeah, Sensodyne. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sensodyne's for sensitive people, <laughs> which I am. If you're a bully, you'll take Coldgate. <laughs> um, no, uh, I. I think your heart can break for more than one person at a time. True, I hope so. And my heart breaks for everyone involved in this. Um, but I also hope that, like. The, pe- the ones in the position of power, specifically Sylvia, and it's mm-hmm. weird to say this about someone that you know, but um, like I hope she uses it as like a like a turning point of some sorts, you know, or like a learning point of some yeah. sorts, um, because I don't know the full story either. I don't know what the context of a lot of those messages are, but from from the very base fact of like you shouldn't talk about other people like that to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially in a group chat. Like, there's too many people. <laughs> That's just too many people. Um, like, but I mean, they're smart versus decent. I think it's like... I, 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 I hope that this doesn't, like, completely... Like, I, I hope she doesn't get, like, full canceled or whatever. Hmm. Because I, I think that there is a lot of room to grow and it's in, like, a very positive direction. Hmm. Because... Like, again, like, as I said before, like, I never once sensed any, like, disrespect or hate or anything like that. It might just be more of, like, an attitude adjustment as opposed to a moral adjustment, you know, which I think would make for a much stronger leader, a much better 
production company a much greater result. Like, that excites me because they've pushed it so far and I really think they can push it further if, like, the company culture was, like, different. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Because, like, I think about all the times when I was starting out and how I was shat on and how, like... Maybe because of the school system that I grew up in, like you know, I grew up in a school system where they still cane people and there was still a lot of corporal punishment and shit. <laughs> yeah. So when I was getting shat on in the early days of my career, like it felt about right. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> you know, it felt it, like like it didn't feel good, but it definitely kicked my ass in the in the right direction because the intentions were good. Yeah. So that's where my kind of like personal dilemma lies in all of this because it's like of course you shouldn't talk to people like that but also i've been spoken to like that and it really helped me like straight up someone on stage was like fuck you count properly on stage while like we're in like a pretty small venue and then he's calling me out like threw a symbol at you and said are you dragging (laughs) it was pretty close uh no 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 throwing of things but like straight just like yelling at me on stage with like everyone there abuse is i think i mean sometimes i mean i love the nuance but also (laughs) sometimes it's like abuse is fucking not good you know of course not of course not then again what do you know you defended decosh it's (laughs) (laughs) jesus christ I'm not yes. even gonna go into that. I feel like that alone is enough. Like th- that's that statement alone is like enough grounds for cancellation. Whatever. Yeah. I don't give a shit anymore. Of clarifying, <laughs> but um, um, uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, it's a rough spot for everybody. Um, but I also like really feel for the talents involved because yeah. this is their f- a lot of their first jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hope that this doesn't discourage them from the industry. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, they discover that there are lots of different ways to work. And that's just kind of how they work. Yeah. Right? And, and, like, it's it, it's worked for them, whether or not for the ultimate moral benefit of, like, the spirits of everyone involved. <laughs> but it's worked for them. But if it doesn't work for you, there might be somewhere else that works, like, perfectly for yeah, you. Yeah, and then Be- we'll, see, we'll see what happens in 10, 15, 20 years' time when there's another changing of the guards. You know, it's just it's just life, and I just think it's I. If nothing else, I think it's um, interesting to take a step back and kind of look at where we are in life, and kind of like yeah. almost play present day historian and yeah. to see what we can learn from all this stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You've been a pretty busy boy lately, but have you had a chance to watch anything in your downtime to relax your brain? The funny thing that you turned me on to, <laughs> which I need to like kind of go binge now, is this ridiculous thing called fucking. Street beef, <laughs> street beef, which is not to do nothing to do with a cow mm-hmm. or steaks. It's about MMA fighting in a grass field with a chain link fence octagon. <laughs> Fucking crazy! I, I think it's no secret that Nathan and I are both kind of into the fighting. And if you're not, that's totally cool. But it's a really interesting, unique thing where you can see relatively high level because, like, okay, you have the MMA and you have one championship and all those, like, high-class things with world-class athletes, blah, blah, blah. And then for a while, there was the other end of that spectrum was fucking, like, bum fights where you get people who don't know how to fight and just shitty-ass Nokia camera filming them fighting. But now there's this hybrid thing where it has that grungy feel. That backyard feel. Literally backyard or, like, out in the forest or whatever the fuck, except the people look like legit talents. Like, they know how to fight. Yeah. 
and you but you get up close like the cameraman because you know safety out the fucking window the cameraman is inside the octagon <laughs> with the referee and the two fighters and it's actually really fascinating to watch yeah and it's cool to like break down their techniques almost even so that's sort of what I've been watching. That's not my official recommendation. My official recommendation is the Dave Chappelle the closer. <laughs> but yeah, man, street beefs. And it's, no, it's, it's, it's down it's, like there's no there's no violent. obviously there's no bullshit. There's no ring girls. There's no ads. There's yeah. no fucking anything. They cut out the the Brit break. So like each video is as long as the fight is, as yeah. long as the action is. So it's kind of cool to just watch that. It's very street beefs. It's very violent. But it's not for everyone. It's also kind of beautiful, <laughs> and it's hard to say. Yeah, it's not for everyone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but what have uh, you been watching? What have you been watching? Anything? Or? I've been a little busy lately. Yeah, I haven't. I, um, what have I been watching? Um, new season of Doom Patrol's out. Yeah, woo. which is still great. Um, you know what's sad? What? That Warhammer fan you mocked is the only other person that watches Doom Patrol, probably. Probably. Hey, Eesh. I'm just happy that they're still making the show <laughs> yeah, because, right? like, I truly don't know anyone that watches this show yeah <laughs> um and it surprised the hell out of me that they were renewed for season three huh. um like they clearly have a lot less of a budget but i'm just happy that it's being made anyway um because it's still quality yeah. yeah did you finish uh what if yes you finish- oh, oh my god oh nathan has fallen over I toppled <laughs> <laughs> is my mic still connected uh yeah it sounds like it is okay all right yeah what if it was a very interesting, and that's how I'm going to pronounce it for now, by the way. Uh, it was a very interesting uh, delve into things. Um, Cosmonaut, the YouTuber, had a really interesting uh, video analyzing it. Just a short one, like a six minute. He's yeah. like, I like his breakdown of the voice. Like, some are the original actors, and they do a great job, like Chris Hemsworth. Some are brand are brand new, and they do a good job, like Lake Bell. And then there's Sebastian Stan. <laughs> And like he shows up his clothes. I'm like, I forgot how bad he was. Oh god. <laughs> uh, voice acting is not the same as um on camera acting. Lake that. Bell does an amazing Scarlett Johansson. Who, who is Lake Bell? That name sounds so familiar. I keep forgetting to Google her. Oh man. Dude, Lake Bell, the, the best thing about her is Lake Bell literally did a movie about being a voiceover artist. That's her, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, That's funny. Yeah, she's great. Like, I she, she was a dead ringer, Scarlett Johansson. She like, was great. I had no idea it was in her. And she acted well. You know what I mean? It's not just yeah, like, yeah. Of course, like voice acting is a completely different skill. Oh, I hear you, buddy. Ask any like anime dub house. I would like to try that. I would like to do voices for animes. Wow! Like, oh my god, you gotta get to the thing! Uh, I'm gonna attack the drones. I don't know. Terrible. Yeah, okay, I'm not a writer. <laughs> <It's not anime. laughs> that sounds about right. That sounds exactly spot on. Like I just love the different cultural. Like I'm still curious. Uh, I'm probably not going to, but watching Squid Game with dub, I wonder what that's like. I tried for a little bit because in the early parts of Squid Game, I wanted to do something else. It's like yeah, yeah, it was intolerable. I can imagine the voice acting on that one for the dub, the English dub, is rough. Yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> but it's, it's just rough. so funny, right? Because again, do people get those jobs. I don't know. I wouldn't mind one though. Right. I want to, yeah. I, I feel like I do at least like a six out of ten job. Yeah. There's a pickpocket here. <laughs> uh, come on. Hey, someone help me. I don't know why I'm doing that voice. Uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah, because like I bring that up because I think it's funny. Like there is definitely different cultural, I don't even see acting styles, but expressive styles. Like, I, you know, like Koreans are just like, they're calm and they just start yelling. Yeah. All, like just yelling. They go from zero to 50 so real quick. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, it's like. Uh, hey, you said I could be on your team. Come on, Opa. C- I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
It would definitely be hard to translate the very dramatic emotional shifts in a lot of Korean dramas. Yeah. Now that makes me curious. Now I really just want to watch. Let's <laughs> watch it dubbed, baby. Squid Games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. My, my uh, to be honest, my my half my brain is still on that like Night Owl Sylvia thing. Yeah. <laughs> Should dub that. Uh, I just I just hope that everyone gets out of it. Not say okay because that makes it sound like I hope that no consequences are meted out. It's more like I hope everyone comes out of it like you know eventually better and yeah, learning eventually. learning something because sure I think will. that these these moments as disgusting as they can be because people like a lot of the people that jump on like the bandwagon to just like you know get get their two cents in a lot of them are really there for the entertainment value of it yeah. like. What broke my heart so much was like the 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 people that were just like ooh spill the tea ooh all the pop like, all the popcorn emojis yeah, yeah, come yeah. out like it's their entertainment yeah, when num, 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 when like the nummy. subject at hand is like people's dignities people's lives, lives people's yeah. livelihoods their jobs on both sides right um, and not to say that no consequences should should ever be seen and that this should not have been dragged out to the public opinion. It's just that, you know, inevitably when you open it to the public opinion, some of that opinion is going to disappoint you. Sure. I guess that's just the reality of the world. Um, but I hope that people like just learn from it as opposed to, you know, uh, get angry about it yeah, or on. anything like, like, like I, the, the like what frustrates me sometimes with cancel culture or like when people are in the targets of being canceled mm-hmm. is when they can't kind of like take a step back and look at what's happened right you know because i understand that it could probably it probably does feel like the whole world is attacking you mm-hmm. and that you need to be on the defense mm-hmm. because the whole world is shitting on you but like maybe that doesn't matter as much yeah. you know like maybe the public opinion is while probably valid to a certain extent, it you shouldn't put as you shouldn't put so much stock in it the same way how we generally do on a daily basis. Um, instead, just like you know, use it as an opportunity to um, do better and be better and like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just, I just really don't want. I just, uh, like I, I want as little casualties as possible in this cancel culture war that's happening wow. now. Like I want like as little casualties as possible and the most lessons learned as possible. Then that way we can all kind of resume into society as better people um, and move forward from there. Right. You know, as opposed to like leaving corpses in the dust, which is I feel like what generally happens, and then it's just kind of like. You know. Good luck. Good luck. It just sucks, you know, because I mean, you talk about deserve versus undeserve. I mean, clearly, Weinstein deserved. Is it like almost like it's an impossible thing to quantify? Like, but is it okay? Let me let me run this by and see what you think. I guess I don't know. I still don't think anyone deserves to be canceled. Yeah. But if there are people who deserve to be canceled, it's the same people who should be in jail. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like if you broke like a real law. Yeah, like in other words, like so for sure, Sylvia, what she did was wrong, and she deserves to be changed. She deserves to be called out on it. But taking someone's livelihood is akin to killing them. 
does she deserve to be killed? I, I, okay, I can I can say okay. Let let this be my parting thoughts about it in a way that I can be comfortable leaving. Pay it. attention, y'all. This is the one you're gonna give to. Stop no, no, no. Um, mothership. Like, what she did was dickish. Um, she was a dick for doing all of those things. But also, I know her. I've worked with her. I can't call her a close friend or anything, but I have love for that person. Mm-hmm. I have love for Sylvia. Um, I have love for her energy and what she does. Um, but what she did in those screenshots was dickish. Yeah. You know, I, it's it's not enough for me to, like, uh, throw her away as a human being. Yeah. But it's definitely enough for me to want to see some improvement. Yeah. You know? And, like, that's... I think that's what most people are asking for. If if they can relax a little bit and if they to be fair, like I really think the ones that are I think the ones that are piling on like the out for blood types. It's it doesn't really that they don't truly care. Yeah. Because, you know, especially when you when you drag these things out in public, it's always like consider the victims. Yeah. yeah especially. Yeah. They're the ones who are in probably in the in, in a very fragile state as well. True. And like I just don't feel like majority of those people are even considering that aspect of it because it's point. very much about like it's it's you know like f- like freak of the week theater you know like what's yeah. happening this week who's who's in the who's in sights yeah like if you break down the comments you see a lot of like yeah a lot of like fucking pitchforks and 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 uh, I don't torches. think I don't think they have a pitchfork emoji <laughs> they sh- that's they should thank God. Uh, <laughs> Uh, th- you do see quite tiki torches. You see, a, oh god, you see a decent amount of um, people who are like, "Oh, I feel bad for her. Hope she's okay." Victim. Uh, a lot of people are like, "I want to know more. Tell me more. Spill the tea." And then a lot of people are like, "Oh, I knew it all along. <laughs> I knew her via second cousin and fucking Johor. It's all this stuff. It's fucking. It's distasteful, man. It's just distasteful. But yeah. I will say this though, and this will let this, will, let this be my final word on yeah. cult, counter, you know, cancel culture in general is that like. There are good sides of us. There are bad sides of us. There's lots of sides of us. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, you cannot isolate and only punish just the bad side of us. Mm-hmm. You get judged for all... All of you suffers for the worst parts. Mm-hmm. And I don't think canceling a whole person is ever good. Yeah. Unless they deserve to be in prison. Unless they you know, did the, did the rapes or murders yes. or... Well, I'm not gonna get into the specifics, but you know what I mean. Like, but there's 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 a barometer for it somewhere. But even then, <laughs> and we're we're looking at like almost taking a cold, like philosophical view of things. If you do something against society and you go to prison, you have a chance to reinvent yourself and become part of society again. But and maybe it's too early. But it's hard to see anyone who's been canceled coming back. Right? Mm. That's almost by definition. <laughs> who's come back from it? I'm just thinking of like. Someone that's like going to prison. Well, at least it's not getting canceled. <laughs> <laughs> that's the last thing they say before they get lethal injected. <sighs> you know? <laughs> like, do you see Louis C.K. coming back in five years? I mean, no. I don't know. He's not, not. I mean, he's touring, I guess, but he's not. Not. Uh, he never reached the heights and the reach that he had before. Weinstein, we don't want any piece of, obviously, which is right. Kevin Spacey, same. But, like, how? What is – maybe someone will figure it out. Someone will figure out the and, and start the roadmap of how to 
learn from your mistakes, be contrite, change yourself, and be someone you can work with again. I think that's a near impossible proposition because that that's would mean that you would have to somehow like convince the whole of society. Yeah, you, as you know? as a, as an entire society, you need to quantify punishment, yeah. and that's a scary thought. Yeah, because <laughs> that's the thing, right? Like, okay, you do a crime against someone. Okay, let's just go extreme with this. You kill someone, right? You murder them, cold blood, whatever. The family members of that of that victim will never forgive. When you murder someone, doesn't isn't it warm blood that comes out? Why is it cold in cold blood? Anyway. Oh, warm blood means that you are in the heat of it and you're like ah and you kill them. It's almost like an act like not an accident. No, like, you know, like, after you murder somebody, like you're covered in their warm blood. Oh yeah. So why No, but you your in- blood is cold blood because you're like, I'm gonna kill this guy. I'm Got it. I'm gonna do it. It's not Got like it. Ah! I'm in war. Okay, got anyway. it. Go on. Okay, but let me let me get this. So, you murder someone, mm-hmm. the family will never forgive you, as they should. If yes. they forgive you, it's an amazing act of grace and kindness that deserves to be written about. Yeah, but it is effectively, and you're doing your bit to society, but society as a whole doesn't know about you. That's mm-hmm. the difference, I guess, between going to prison and going and getting canceled. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But. If you're getting canceled, you have to answer to just about every single member of society mm-hmm. to welcome you back. Yeah. Which is fucking crazy. Which is why you cannot get canceled if you're just a normal Joe or J- Joette. Jill. Jane. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I think we talk about this a lot. We almost, I feel like we talk about cancel culture almost as much as we talk about COVID. <laughs> and I like it. I hate them both. The two C's of 2020 and 2021. Mm-hmm. I st- I I'm I still have hope. I still think it's an overall positive thing. I just think people need to control their diets a little bit with <laughs> all the drama. Um like str- like straight up like a practical thing that I did for myself. Like mm-hmm. not calling this account out in any way. I think they do great important work. Wake up Singapore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They do great important work. They're they're constantly like, you know, putting themselves in the fire and like m- having hard conversations and bringing up hard topics. But I'm not going to lie. I don't want to look at that every time I open my Instagram. Yeah. And, like, the way the algorithm works, all these kind of, like... It does get pushed up on mine, too. It yeah. gets pushed up like crazy because, like, you inevitably spend more time looking at it because it's, like, a whole wall of text. And then the algorithm sees that as, like, oh, you like this stuff. You're spending and five then, minutes looking at this photo. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, they constantly push it up. So, all I do is I just don't follow these things anymore. But mm. I am still curious about them. It's just not... I'm not curious about them every single time I open Instagram. Yeah. So, rather than having it shoved in my face, I just look... I go to the account when I want to be informed about, like, you know, a certain thing. Right. And, like, I'll learn from there. As opposed to it being shoved in my face constantly and feeding me this diet of like shit. Yeah. You know? Like again, not calling them out for anything. Like they they have to do what they have to do. The shit it's has just to be brought up, but it's it, still yeah. shit. You know it's what I mean? just that you as a consumer, you are responsible over the amount of shit that you consume, the same way how you're responsible over the amount of anything that you consume. So I just hope that people are a bit more wary of that because I think it poisons your soul and it uh darkens your perspective. Mm. And uh, you can't change the world when you feel like leaving the planet. <laughs> so, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Speaking of shit, I got to take one. Oh, yeah. Perfect timing. <laughs> I really wanted to live on a good little note. Uh-huh. Uh, you got something? No. I rewatched Band of Brothers. It's been a while since <laughs> what? I've that's that. like That's like the biggest downer. <laughs> Band of Brothers is incredibly uplifting. It's just war. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
I guess, I guess back in the good old days when we'd cancel each other with guns. <laughs> See, when we talk about generations, like, yeah, <laughs> canceled, <laughs> canceled. Take Fire. this, you Jerry bastard! Cancel, 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 cancel. Okay, anyway. Oh God. No, no. I, yeah, no. Yeah. For, fuck it. <laughs> no, I guess I, we talk about generations, right? Like they're, yeah, the golden generation, the ones who fought Hitler. Yeah. And like also, I mean, Band of Brothers, the show was made in 2005. So it's very different times. And it's, if nothing else, it's amazing how a piece of art or a piece of anything media can just stand up so well. I, it's like my 10th watch through. It's fucking great. Go. And it's like your eighth time talking about it. So I guess I should at least like try. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, <laughs> never mind. No, it's, 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 it's one of those like forever on my list. Same as Lost. Lost yeah. is also on my list. Well, like Lost is a hundred fucking 40 episodes. So is Sopranos, is 10. Sopranos and The Wire as well. But, you know, it's one of those things. Sopranos I'll get around to it. Good. I'll get around to it. Yeah. Well, with that. Cool. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, thank you very much for doing all the things that you do. Um, be kind to one another. Spread love, not hate. Don't talk shit about your employees behind their backs. Or to their face. Yeah, because it's going to turn around and bite you in the ass as well. Also, it's just not nice. Yeah. You know? Don't do things so you don't get caught. Do things so that, you know, they're, do, do good things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, like, antithetical to, like... It's like how we don't follow COVID rules because, like, it makes us... We don't follow COVID rules because it's, like, you know, like, for the better of our fellow man, we follow COVID rules so we don't get caught. Well, what's cool is that they go hand in hand. Mm. So whatever it takes to not get COVID and to not... Be a dick. Be a dick. Yeah. That's the takeaway. Fight the power. Um. Take a shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the hang. Bye. What a place to be. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way, what a good sign, what a good thing. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang.